Hello, welcome fellow travelers to Fate's Wide Wheel. I'm your host, Sam Fain, and I am thrilled to be joined this episode by Nadine Ellis, who plays Connie Davis on the episode The Outsider of Quantum Leap. Nadine, thank you so much for being here. Yes, of course, Sam. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited. It's funny. I, you know, I've had a chance to speak to some of the main cast. I've had a chance to speak to writers, directors, producers, but you were the first guest star that I've had the chance to speak to in a while. So I'm really oh, excited. Oh, yeah. Right. After our, our little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it's such a, you know, it's such a unique show in that obviously every week, you, you know, we're, we're bringing in these, these guest actors that uh, frankly, get a little bit more to do oftentimes than than a lot of guest actors on on uh, television. And I think that this episode uh, is really true to that because uh, Connie feels in, you know, in many ways, just as much the lead in this episode as as Ben does, which is uh, so exciting. And, and I felt like um, I'll just say it up front. I felt like you were incredible throughout the episode. Uh, I, I felt very connected to Connie's story. Um, I thought it was a great script, but I, you know, you were able to take that and really run with it. Um, so I'm looking forward to being able to talk uh, a little bit about the process and, and the episode in general. Thank you so much. I felt exactly the same way. I mean, especially after our bit of a break last year, <laughs> it was nice. I started this episode uh, right before Christmas, and then we came back and finished at the top of the year. But it was um, it was just such a pleasure to come back to this set, this crew, this cast after that bit of a break. And exactly to your point that uh, you get to kind of spread your wings and fly in a different way than you do in a lot of guest star situations. So I was over the moon, not to mention the fact that I was a huge quantum leap, you know, watcher back in the day with Scott. Nice. So to come to, even when that audition came up, I was like, I'm so in, you know, I, was like, <laughs> I, I got goosebumps immediately. So it was so great when I got the call. Well, you're going to make this easy because you just answered my first question without me even <laughs> to ask it. So um, can you talk a little bit about that uh, audition process? And, and, you know, did you get sides that were from the actual script or were they, you know, were they sort of dummy sides or and did you get to read with Ray or were you reading, you know, with with other folks? Yeah, it was just a self tape. Um, and I did get it was pretty much what you saw. The sh it changed a little bit, but it was pretty much what we shot. So nice. I got real, I got a real script, um, but just, you know, obviously just, uh, just clips of the scene as opposed to the full scenes and, uh, but enough so that I kind I understood where she was coming from and, uh, what her dilemma was and where she had to go and where Ben was going to take her. So, uh, it was just a fun one. And, uh, I literally just put it on tape, but again, I had the goosebumps and I can, I connected with her very quickly. And ironically, um, Back in the day, way back in the day, um, during <laughs> college, I had an internship where I, I dabbled in news, like in you know, public access. And I thought for a while that I was going to get into news. And I remember kind of uh, the first time I had to cover a funeral and had to put a microphone in, in the faces of people grieving. I was like, oh, I don't know if news is necessarily my thing, like hard news. And then I yeah. thought, well, maybe entertainment news. I kind of, you know, I always had that affinity and the feeling of being out on the street, 
kind of producing your pieces yourself, all of those things. And so I thought maybe entertainment news, but it's ironic in my acting career. This is the first time I've had an opportunity to play a news reporter. So I, <laughs> I was like, yes, fine. I told my parents, I was like, that college money paid off. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you, you know, you, you say you connected with the character of Connie, and that was something that Deborah had mentioned to me because I had the chance to speak to Deborah Pratt uh, as well. And um, what was it about Connie that made it easy for you to connect to the role? Well, I think we all understand that space of like, uh, especially if you're an adult and you've been adulting for a while, we understand the space of like, you know, you go after your dreams and you may have a few potholes along the way, but sometimes you have a full on crash mm -hmm. and you're like, Ooh, okay. And you get up and you walk away from it. And there's a moment of disorientation where you're, you're really trying to figure out which way is up again. And I felt like that's where she was. She, she understood she kind of hit this wall she had to reframe, move to a new city, kind of, you know, recreate herself and go and almost be resigned in the space of like, well, this is it. This is all I have left. Like, this is all I get. And then yeah. really kind of helps her to reconnect to herself. And I think that's what's so great about the show that that's every week, every week. It's like, hey, we get it. Something, something's gone wrong in your life and he's going to help you get back. And we all wish we had a Ben and an Addison, you know, right. who can step in and go do this, like, go <laughs> left, you know? And yeah. I think it's just, that's the hopeful nature of the show that yes, you are going to fall. Yes. Things have gone wrong or things haven't gone the way you expected, but there's a way to turn it around. There's a way to stand back up. And so that's what I connected with, with her. Cause as an actor, believe it or not, Sam, there's times where you feel like is all lost. Should I go try something else? You know, and so I, I understood yeah. that, especially after the year that we had uh, with SAG and AFTRA last year. So I understand that feeling of like, well, maybe this is all I get to do. I don't get to fully, you know, express myself in the way that I hoped, but I'll take this. And I think that's where Connie is. She's in a space of like, I'll, I guess I'll take this. This is good enough. And yeah. gets to tap back in and go, wait a minute. No, <laughs> you know, I deserve well, more. Well, I think it's, you know, I think it's fascinating. And, and you touched on something that I think a lot of people can connect with, because even when you look at the, you know, the pandemic and the way that it halted a lot of people's careers. And, you know, I, I'm a regional theater actor and, mm -hmm. and based out of Chicago. And so uh -huh. the, you know, the pandemic halted everything. And even before the pandemic, you know, things had been kind of grinding to a halt for me. And I'd been struggling a bit with where I should go, what my next, you know, move was going to be. And, and I was, you know, working in a nonprofit arts company and just kind of like, kind of trying to figure out like, okay, well, maybe I'll do this now. And, uh, and, and, and I think that once things started to kind of open back up again, it's strange the way that, you know, opportunities can sometimes present themselves and, 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 and you can kind of feel that, that motivation to, to go back to something and to, you know, and you get that push and, and, and you know, in, in this case, obviously you you get the push from somebody like, from somebody like Ben uh, in the context of the episode. But I do think that ultimately one of the things that I love about the episode too, is that Ben really does it more through empathy than by just, you know, kind of ordering Connie around, right? Like saying like, if you do this, this will happen. It's, 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 it, there's much more empathy there. Um, the chemistry that you had with, with Ray through the course of the episode, I thought was just fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about working with him and what it's like to come into a situation where 
you know, there's an established cast and crew and they, you know, they've got their rhythm and it's a little bit different for Ray. I was talking with one of the producers about this because he's working with new people every week, whereas the HQ folks are working with, you know, the, the same people, they kind of get that, that experience a little bit more, but just, you know, coming in as the outsider, no pun intended, um, <laughs> what was it like and what was it like working with Ray? Uh, yeah, you know, all the way up from my uh, fitting to my makeup, like stopping into the makeup trailer to say hi, everyone was like, have you met Ray yet? Like every single person <laughs> along the way, it was really, it was to the point that I was like, well, well where's Ray? Because like, seriously, <laughs> honestly, like that day I came in for my fitting, I felt like I encountered four people that were like, have you met Ray yet? He's amazing. You're going to love him. You're going to love him. Like that was just the feeling. And um, you don't always get that. I mean, Quite honestly, for me, I don't know if I've ever had that where someone was like, have you met the core cast? Like, you know, generally I come on to sets and I think there is a bit of a camaraderie among actors where we know, right? Especially if you are a guest star, I mean, or rather if you are a series regular and you see a guest star, we all know that that space for the most part. So they're usually very welcoming. But I've never encountered that where everyone was so on this guy's, they were on his <laughs> And so when I met him, you know, he was so exactly what I thought from what they told me. And he was just so welcoming and so cool. Like, seriously, <laughs> just so cool from moment one with both myself and Caitlin was amazing. I mean, like, we just immediately, it was like, boom, day one. And when I told him later on that day, I was like, I have to tell you, like, seriously, like, more like probably about four people told me, "Have you met Ray? He's amazing." And he was like, eh. "Even that, like even <laughs> never, you know." And I was like, "Dude, you're kind of the real deal." And throughout the process, so generous, so open, and so welcoming. Like you know, especially when you are coming into somebody else's house, you want to make sure you take your shoes off and you you abide <laughs> by all the rules of of the the cast and crew. But they were like, "Yeah, come on, keep the shoes on, whatever, it's fine." Like, come on, the water is warm, and so it was. Uh, uh, it was really, it was really such a lovely way to come back to work after that yeah. break. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that one of the things that I loved so much about Connie and your work in the episode, and, and again, this is, speaks to the writing as well, but I, I think it speaks a lot to what you get to do is that there, there are so many levels, um, to, you know, to this role and so many levels that you get to play and, and, um, can you talk a little bit about the, you know, the arc of the character and, you know, what you saw as sort of, you know, how you were going to uh, uh, color this in and, 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 and bring, you know, bring what you have, what you work with your tools to the table to, to tell that story? Yeah, you know, I thought, well, first of all, shout out to Margarita Matthews and Ramey Park, who wrote this episode. Um, and of course, Deborah, pa I mean, Deborah Pratt is, I, I, I was... I was blown away. I was blown away. I was just like, wait, what? You know, she's directing <laughs> the episode. So, I mean, like it was, they're amazing. Um, uh, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to work with Raimi one-on-one. -on -one. She was away on something else, but Margarita and Deborah were there the whole way and so supportive. Um, and really what they wrote on the page just jumped out to me. And I, I just wanted to be the vessel to just step in and allow for all of the things that were already on the page because her sense of comedy was there. Her her sense of teasing was there. Her sense of mama bear was there. Her sense of um, being in complete distress and, and falling apart. It was all there. And it's so rare when you get that as a guest star, right? Normally you kind of yeah. come in and you're like, it was Fred and you're out. <laughs> you know, like that's, <laughs> you kind of say what it is and it's like, bye. 
you know, and it was so <laughs> nice that really we got to see her from the, the very first moment where, you know, she's, she's boss lady, let's go to, uh, whew, this is, this is a big moment for me. I don't want to mess this up. Like all of her vulnerabilities, um, all, all of the spaces of who she is as a person and being able to see the person behind it. You know, I think mm. we can all appreciate that when we, when we find, um, we find a, a space of, of, wow, you feel that too in, in anyone, especially someone on TV, your local news person, and you kind of always see them in their perfect state to see her kind of fall apart and, or just be a little nervous or be anxious about what job she had ahead of her as she's trying to build herself back up. Um, I thought was just so beautifully, beautifully done in, in the writing. And then, of course, Deborah was just amazing and just guiding me. She would just be like, it was like a hand on my back going, go, go, you got it, go, just fly, <laughs> fly. And so it was, uh, honestly, it was all, all those ladies. They, they had it on the page and I just, uh, I just got out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I, I yet to actually do my solo review of the episode, which I'll do later, but uh, I think that the, the script and it, it's funny because Margarita has written some episodes that are very popular with the fans. The, mm -hmm. one of the posters behind me, Oh, you've little faith, for instance, is one that she wrote in the first wow. season that, that people really just loved. And, um, and in spite of that, I feel like this is her strongest work in so many ways. And, um, you know, what a gift, right, to, to be able to have a script like that to, to work from. Um, and then and then Deborah, I mean, Deborah's phenomenal. I, I mentioned this to you earlier, but I, I got to speak to her earlier today. And she's in Uganda right now. And she still set aside, you know, time to talk to me while she's having an adventure. And, um, and, and I've spoken to her a number of times over the, the past year or so, which is a delight for me, because you know, I've been doing this podcast now for like six and a half years and mm -hmm. covered the classic series, but it's only within the past year and a half or so where I've been able to start to talk to some of the people involved with the show. So Deborah was huge for me in so right. many ways, you know, right, just like, oh my gosh, it's, it's Deborah, it's you know, Deborah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about working with her? And if there's anything, you know, is specific that stands out a moment in particular that stands out that she really like gave you something that just, it, it felt like it pushed you in that right direction. Oh, absolutely. Like overall, I just have to say she was um, pretty hands off. Like she just kind of, you know, she would come in and go, yeah, I love that moment where you did that. And then she'd walk mm -hmm. away, you know, like she would come <laughs> like, that was amazing. Okay. Keep that going. You know, like she was pretty much hands off. Like so, so long as I wasn't doing anything that was like, Oh, that's a little to the left or to the right. She kind of just let me be, but, um, without giving any, anything away, there's a moment, um, where I'm really at my, the, the height of my distress. And, um, and she just kept, she just kept saying, go, go. She yeah. just kind of pushed me to go. She's like, blow the doors off. Like, just go for it. Like, don't feel like you have to hold anything back. It's not like a, you know, cause certain shows, they, they all say, they're like, Ooh, a little much. Like, whoa, mm. this is, you know, this is network television. Calm down. <laughs> and she was just like, <laughs> go for it. She was like, go for it. Like she was just my coach just saying, you got it. Just, just yeah. trust yourself and go. And, and I did like, I, it was wonderful. I remember the first take I, I surprised myself and I was like, and that's such a gift, you know, as an actor, it's such a gift yeah. when you're like, what? Like you right. literally got out of the way and the character is able to kind of fly free with, you know, all the parameters that you've worked on and you put into place and, and it just happens. And so she was so great for that. Just such yeah. a, uh, just amazing, amazing. Not to mention her, her connected, her 
connective tissue to the, the original series and now this one. And uh, so it was just a gift in itself just to be around her, let alone to have her, you know, kind of just guiding me was incredible. Yeah. Ah, I love that. I, I, I love that so much. I love what you said about getting out of the way. I had an acting teacher and, and that was one of the things that he said to me, like towards the very end of my time with him. And, and he was just like, just get the hell out of the way and let it happen. You know, and it's just like, that's, that's the best. It's just yeah. like when that happens. Um, you, you mentioned Caitlin earlier and I, one of the challenges I think for uh, the show and, and, and it's got to be, you know, sometimes you're almost left wanting because, you know, there's this other actor in the room and, and, you know, especially, <laughs> like training it's like you want to connect with everybody you want to listen you want to react you want to but you can't know that she's there at all um what's it like you know doing that and 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 you know what was it like having caitlin in the room and what she brings to the room um during those scenes well first of all i just want to talk about the energy she brings onto set she's got such yeah. a playful incredible energy just like girlfriend energy immediately, like absolutely immediately. It was like, come on, girl. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so she's amazing with that. And I was so proud of myself because I never, I looked at her once in the one scene. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I just remember having that like, oh, you're not there. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you know? But it's great. I mean, like, she's great. But I did, like, I, I, I had that challenge and I kind of, you know, at the beginning of each day I was like okay she's not really here so just connect with Ben like you're just with Ben you know and yeah. it is there's certain there's certain interesting takes where sometimes she was right next to me and you kind of have to like look around you know look around look through her you know so that we right. kind of keep the realism of of the apparition if you will <laughs> so <laughs> and it's hard because sometimes and she's that one she'll she'll sometimes she's like when she's off camera uh -uh. she's like right and I'm like girl she's like she was great. She was great. Yeah. But one time she got me one time where I was like, right, girl. Oh, no, that's you're not here. OK. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, you, you, one of the one of the things uh, that's that's nice about being able to talk to you right now is because you know, I've seen the episode and this will actually air after the episode is aired. So we can talk a little bit about some, you know, some spoilery type stuff. Oh, great. Um, okay. And and one of the things that I wanted to talk about is that, you know, we get this moment where Connie starts to sort of like, you know, reclaim her power a bit and, 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 and really is like, I'm, I'm going to get back into this. And then of course it gets derailed when we find out that the car explosion, um, that we think right. that Robbie was in the car and died. Um, I, that scene just stands out to me and it's, and it's lovely because within the context of the episode, we revisit it you know, almost immediately because we see the tape playing as well. Mm -hmm. Just as an actor, can you talk a little bit about kind of that moment and also the, you know, the way that it plays out where we do see it from kind of multiple perspectives, if you will, because we get to see the videotape playing later on after right. the scene has actually taken place. Yeah, it was really, it's really, um, it was just a beautiful way to, the way the episode kind of starts up where you see this woman who's like, okay, I got to get back on the horse. She's attempting to get back on the horse. And as you say, she, she finds herself um, being reinvigorated with this idea of like, yes, I'm going to get this story. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go full force. And then bam, she hits another wall and yeah. she finds herself once again, back on her heels, not really sure, a little disoriented. Um, and, now resigned to resign <laughs> like really she is <laughs> she is out of it she's like i'm done i keep hurting people and i'm not doing this anymore um and so it was 
specifically that 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 night um, of shooting the scene with the with Robbie's uh, explosion behind us, like just like the adrenaline of like, yes, we're gonna do this, we're gonna grab, we're gonna make it happen, and just to have that like crestfallen space. And that night when we shot that scene back at the office, um, it was that that was really that's the scene I'm talking about where Deborah yeah. just really said go girl just go and it it crushed me crushed my my very spirit but it was so, such a beautiful expression of when you when you feel like there's no other way like you just have to you have to go away you have to let go of the dream because yeah. you're hurting people or you're hurting yourself or this is not the right space to be in anymore and to allow myself to fully fall fall into the very bottom bottom depths of, of despair were, was was so um, it was so freeing in a really interesting way <laughs> like I don't know if I have fully released some of the, the angst and the, the fear around the, the just as us as actors with our with our strike and so it was just a nice way to completely bottom out and um, and just the journey um, on set of, of connecting those pieces um, from that that night where we had the fire department and you know we had all, all of our background actors and and that moment and the excitement of you know kind of jumping out of the van and getting to it and I'm back in the saddle and then boom <laughs> you know falling yeah. off that horse again it was it was such a ride and it was really fun sad but fun <laughs> right yeah well and that scene afterwards that you're mentioning there was this strange catharsis because one of the things you know you say that you were too overzealous and you know and somebody took their own life because of what you did and it and and i think one of the things that was so moving for me it wasn't just the fact that you were blaming yourself for the death of someone else but you were blaming the very things that made you good at what you do so like all of these positive things you know that that again, your, your power, you're blaming that part of yourself for this horrible tragedy. Right. And, and, and I mean, obviously it makes sense. Like, of course, like, why would she ever want to, you know, touch journalism again or be in front of a camera again? Um, especially now that it's, it's happened uh, a second time, but there was just, I, there were, yeah, there was, it, it was a wonderful moment. And, and, and in spite of being incredibly sad and, and, and moving there, there was something about it that I just really appreciated the way that it, that it was put together. Of course, the flip side of that is that we then get you in the news van later on and Ben comes to you and it has that lovely moment of empathy where, you know, where it's I think, uh, you know, he's telling you that it's that it's not your fault and that obviously that Robbie's still out there and, that you know, we can still do some good. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about the way that that scene just as an actor affected you, uh, especially coming after? I mean, obviously, I know things are not shot in sequence, but coming after the fact that, you know, everything is kind of just gone to hell now and, you know, you're you're done. Um, what was that moment like for you? Because I felt like with Ray's performance specifically in that moment, there was just something so beautiful about the sensitivity with which he approached it and, and, and offering, you know, that empathy to, to Connie. Um, so I'm curious what effect that had on you and, and, and just that scene, um, in the van, what that was like. Yeah. I mean, I think it was really credited to Ray because he did, he came in with such a soft touch um, just such a gentle hand and realizing what this person has been going through and 
wanting to tell her it's okay. It's not, we're not done. You're never, you're not done until it's done. So let's get up and do it, you know? <laughs> and, um, I really do, I really do give him the credit for specifically that scene. Cause he had such, I, all you had to do is look into his eyes. He, there was just so much there. He had so much generosity, not only for me as an actor, but like within the story, he wanted to, to see this woman succeed and realize that like she was ready to chuck it all because, apparently I'm broken, you know, and sometimes, and I, I think we all understand that feeling like, well, clearly yeah. I'm just not good at this. So I'm just going to walk away. And he, he is that olive branch that said, no, you, you got, this is just, it's just a thing. It's just a yeah. thing. Let's move on. And, uh, yeah, I, I credit that to him in that moment. I, I really, all I had to do is just look at him and I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love, too, that it's not a, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstrap sort of moment. You know, there's this acknowledgement of this this pain and this and this awfulness. And, you know, I can't imagine how how terrible that was for you. And and and, and I just love that, that, you know, that, that it is a softer touch, that there is sensitivity and empathy involved in it, because to me, that's the, you know, that, that recognizes the human being and not the situation. Whereas that pull yourself up by the bootstraps, it's all about like, well, you got to do this, you know? Right. So now you have to do it. And also I will say too, for Ray, he's also threading in Ben's journey. Right. And with what's totally. happening with him. And so he fully understands, like, I get it. You know, he understands that feeling of loss and trying to make it, make it work and it just doesn't work. And so I think, he layered in that so beautifully, both of those stories and, and where he was in that moment and trying to help Connie. Yeah. Um, this just popped into my head. How um, aware are you of the, the larger story that's being told, like it, just in the, the frame of this episode, like mm -hmm. with the, the HQ scenes, for instance, do you just know kind of your stuff in the leap or do you, are you also kind of aware of, of what's happening yeah. with the rest of it? Yeah, I am aware. We, we luckily, we do get the entire script, but oh, cool. I'm, I'm really just, you know, obviously our focus is our side of the story, but yes, totally. yes I'm able to see what's happening on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, because the, I, I, the, the reason I ask is it, you, you brought up like Ray and, and Ben's story and, and kind of threading that through it, it is, I think one of the things that the show has done so well, especially this season is having that you know that mirror between what's happening in the, in the present day and what's happening on the on the leap um and so there's these kind of really interesting workplace dynamics and you know heavy stuff happening back at, at HQ and then of course we've got you know the situation here so it's just it's interesting the way that that sometimes you know it, it, it's a it's a thematic thing as opposed to it being uh you know oh the team is just trying to help Ben figure out what you know, he needs to right. do from an episode, um, episode space. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, now, of course, after this, you, you guys have to go and, and see Robbie. And uh, I just wanted to mention Charlie Bowden real quick, because I, I felt like he gave a great performance as Robbie. Okay. Just just wonderful stuff. And, you know, again, this is the scene where I feel like we really start to see Connie you know, it, it, she's kind of tiptoed her way in in a couple of previous scenes, but this time it's just sort of like it's not relying on. Oh, I know a guy at the precinct who can get me the phone number to the you know that the telephone booth was called into or whatever. It, it's really a moment of just of power of like I'm doing this because I know that this is the right thing to do. Can you talk a little bit about that scene. Were there any rehearsals that you guys got to do? Was it just like get in front of the camera and go? Um, and, and just what Charlie brought to it as well. 
Uh, first of all, Charlie was amazing, like amazing from <laughs> moment one. Ironically, my very first scene was with him. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, our, both of our first days. Um, and he just brought such a... Um, he brought just such a younger sibling fighting for survival moment in the family within the story right yeah, like yeah. and really a, a fight a different kind of fight a different kind of sibling fight where uh you know he's playing the younger brother of, of this very powerful uh company and realizing that things have gone the wrong way and yeah. um, trying to find he doesn't want to betray his family but at the same time he can't betray himself and uh, so he just did that so beautifully he had like all this it was this all this angst this bubbly angst i could see him as a little boy i kept seeing him as mm. a little boy because he had such that energy you know and so it was very easy that uh, specifically i think you're talking about when we we find him at the motel and yeah uh, yeah and i kind of slowly um coerce him maybe it's not the right word but i, I <laughs> encourage him i encourage him to to listen to yeah. his his self to himself and to his own sense of morality and to do the right thing not just for the family but really for the greater good because he he's aware i mean i think they're both of the brothers are aware like right. this is gonna hurt people but mm, oh well you know yeah <laughs> so it was uh and it was just so you know again another actor where you just look into his eyes and they're so connected they're so there there's no like there's no need to act right you just have to be mm. in the moment with them and he he had that really beautiful quality of um, yeah. allowing allowing and it was it was cool to play Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, it definitely comes across. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's the interview scene um, with with Chet as played by uh, Matthew uh, Polkamp. And the the thing that I love about not only this scene, but also the earlier scenes where you're in front of the camera and, you know, you're doing the newscaster thing is that there are times where I feel like, you know, actors play newscasters and, and they're you know, in front of a camera being, you know, broadcast journalist, and it feels like an actor being a broadcast journalist. And that is not the case. Like, mm -hmm. I bought in and especially we get that moment when we're seeing the videotape, like after the cars exploded, for instance, the, you know, it's just sort of like, I felt like I was watching a, you know, a video from 1981, that somebody's news broadcast. Mm -hmm. um, the sit down interview felt the same way. Mm -hmm. And I just loved your approach to it. Can you talk? And obviously, you had mentioned earlier that you, you know, you had that internship at school and mm -hmm. stuff. But can you talk a little bit about your approach to to bringing that that honesty to this aspect of the role? Um, and and if you felt like that there was like a duty to kind of like to do that to to actually just be that thing. For sure, I do. I I am I too am always a little annoyed when I see uh, actors that are like. Tonight on eleven o'clock news, and you're like, "What's yep. what world is this? <laughs> is this what's happening?" You know, yeah. And, and I, I'm happy to say, I think that we're seeing more of this, and I think it will shift the way people take to it. Um, we're seeing more films using actual you know, news people, mm. whether they're mm. anchors or they're reporters, uh, they're actually using a lot of local, I know a lot of local LA talent is being used, a lot of local LA news, my, my you know, 6 a.m. team is now popping up in Marvel or whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. And because they realize that when they bring someone in who, I, I don't know where the disconnect is, and yes, I, again, I did have a, a, a moment in, in the news world, but I don't, you can watch in any, in any industry, right? We are just trying to, 
we're just the storytellers. We're just trying to, we're all around the, 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 the campfire trying to tell our part of the story. Right. So yeah. I don't understand where that like super, I am on TV. Like right, just, right. I don't know where that comes from. And so when you just play the honesty of the moment, like people are going to die and you knew about it. And what are we doing? What is, yeah. do you want to speak to that? You know, do you want to, do you want to answer this question? And again, Margarita and Rainey just kind of had it on the page, but it was, and it was very easy. And Chet, <laughs> Matthew who played Chet was, yeah. it was very easy to be like, listen <laughs> right right yeah i i again you know i just feel like the guest cast for this episode and again, again you know the script like you say the script is so, is so strong but like everyone did such a wonderful job and i loved what matthew did with chet because it wasn't just like mustache twirling villain you know that there was you really kind of felt like that's a real person like that's we know that person we, we do. don't like that person but Absolutely. we know that person yeah uh, <laughs> charismatically you know that that charisma he had like such charisma yet you know that this dude does not care he's like mm, my yeah. account will thank me later you know yes exactly yeah the the money and the power it's like i'm i'm good yeah. um so the i mean really the culmination i feel like of uh, uh connie's storyline comes you know towards the end of this uh, and i love the way that it happens because ben and addison are kind of having their wrap-up of the story you know behind the the wall and and then ben asks you know what happens to connie and and addison's like you know why don't you see for yourself i just i i love the fact that and again credit to the writers, obviously, it's left to Connie to make this decision that this doesn't come from Ben, like maybe indirectly by Ben's support throughout the course of the episode, she has the confidence to do this. But mm -hmm. ultimately, it's her. Could you talk about that moment, that decision to go back in for the final question, the decision to just, you know, to just, you know, really put the button on this interview? Yeah. Um, and what that was like for you as an actor, because it's so powerful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was so great because it's like, it's everything that she has been uh, kind of pre pressing the brakes on in her life, right? She keeps, she keeps slowing down. She's just like, because, you know, at one point she was going a hundred miles per hour and she was taking the curves and she was, you know, managing her life, managing her career. Things were going great again that accident happened. She gets disoriented. She's so now she's driving again and now it's more, you know, now it's, it's speed limit. Right. And then she hits again. And now, now she's not even getting on the highway. She's just going as slowly as possible just to make sure that she doesn't hurt anyone. Mm. And in this moment, she gets to decide like, but I can, like, I have the ability to do it. And just because these two things happen doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a bad person or what I do is like what I do can in fact help to save so many. I, it's my duty. Like, I think she feels the need to like, you know, there's that hesitation where she's going to let him go. Thank you so much. It's, you know, this is all the time we have left. Thank you so much. And then that, yeah. that, that gnawing feeling and we all have it, whatever it is that you do, we all have that feeling of like, no, I can, I can go further. I can do more. I can, I can, I can do a few more hours. I can make this happen. And it's that moment where she's like, where the rubber truly meets the road. And she says, mm. actually, I have one more question for you. She's ready to go in and, and stop this atrocity that she knows is going to happen or that she believes is going to happen from Ben's, you know, intuition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, I don't want to keep you too long, but I do. I just have a couple more questions for you. Um, can you just sort of, 
if you had to sum up your experience working on Quantum Leap and and your feelings about, you know, coming off of this and and, and now of course everyone's going to see it, um, what would you what would you want to say? Yeah. Uh, I'm walking on sunshine is what it felt like. <laughs> it really did. It was just such, um, this was one of those, I, I've been an actor for a long time. Um, I've done a lot of guest stars. I've been a series regular on a couple of shows. And this was one of those, um, the, one of those gifts that really just, it just filled my heart. It was like, right, this thing, this thing, this is the yeah. reason, right? It felt so good to to have this full circle moment of being like, you know, a young woman watching the original show and going, oh man, like I would love to, you know, like really <laughs> what it was just like the whisperings of like, you should do that, you know, for myself, right? My own little yeah. Connie going, you should maybe do that. And me going, oh, I don't know, that's, you know, and yep. finding my speed, finding my speed and realizing that I could, I am able to, to take on more than I thought. So to, to watch the original show and then to be a part of this show and to be a part of this show at this time in my life, after what's been happening in our industry, it was just, it felt it felt like a, a, a reawakening of like, mm -hmm. yeah, this is why you do it. This is totally why you do it. And going on set every day was such a joy. The last day I just, it was bittersweet. It was bittersweet yeah. because I just felt like, oh, but I, I <laughs> you got, you know, I it was, know. It it's so funny because even as an outsider looking in, like I've had that feeling a number of times where it's just we're like, no, I don't want them to, I don't want them to go. Like, you know, I want to see Connie again, you know, yeah. that um, th there's an episode in the first season, uh, somebody up there likes Ben and, and John Chaffin plays this older brother of a boxer. And, and by the end of the episode, I remember when I, when I got to talk to the writer, I was just sort of like, he can come back, right? Like there's some right. way that you could, you know, and, and, and there are, it doesn't happen all the time, frankly, but, right. but there are some times where you're just like, oh, please, please come back. I want to see Connie right. again, you know? Right. John, John Chafin, by the way, who I love, we were in a class together years ago. I mean, like oh, awesome. I love that actor. Yeah. He's amazing. And yeah. so beat soul. So yeah, I get it. Yes. Yeah. And maybe we could find a way for John. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, I know Connie can interview his character again, like, you know, 1985 ish or something like that. And, and it'd be lovely. There's, there's another, like the there's another episode in there. <laughs> like the way you're thinking, Sam. I like it. <laughs> um, my final question for you. And I, I've been asking this more and more to folks just because uh, I think we, we lost a, a member of the community, the quantum leap community and fandom, a, a very special, very important human. His name is Matt Dale. And he'd written a number of books about quantum leap and had been a co-host of another quantum leap podcast, the, the quantum leap podcast, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was a good friend of mine, someone that I miss dearly. And I've just been thinking a lot about over the past couple of months about the things that, you know, inspire us and move us to do the things that we do, because I know that Matt was obviously inspired by this show to, to create so much work around it. Um, and so the question, Question that I'll pose to you is what inspires you? Hmm. <sighs> you know, my parents are uh, from Jamaica, West Indies, and uh, they they are a huge part of my inspiration in a lot of what I do because I know that they love their their country and but they fought like so many immigrants do to come to this country to give their children the possibility to do whatever they wanted. And, you know, my very conservative, very religious parents, you know, and I was just like, 
because I started off as a dancer and they were like, okay, yeah, sure. Dance, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, when, when it came down to school, they were like, you could do whatever you want, but you're going to school, you know, like education was very, very high up on the list for them. And then I was like, I want to act. And I know they were, I had that moment with IO, uh, at the Emmys, her her experience with her parents, where she's like, I'm sure my parents love the fact that I was like, I want to do sketch comedy. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I felt this. I completely understood. I had a kindred, kindred spirit uh, moment with her. But um, just in knowing that they worked so hard to allow me to do whatever I wanted to do and how different my life would have been had I not been born here, um, that is a huge inspiration to me to really to honor them by doing it as much as I possibly can and to allow myself to fully like dive off the edge and just really go for it and not hold, not pull any punches, not hold anything back and really, really live your life because these two people worked really hard to make sure that you could. And so I think that's, that's the hugest part of my inspiration. That's lovely. I, I, I'm never going to stop asking that question because I get so yeah. many lovely answers, but that is a lovely, lovely great. answer. Thank yeah. you. It's a great yeah. question. It's a great question. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, why are we here? What are we doing this for? Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Nadine, this has been such a pleasure. I cannot thank you enough for, for coming on. Um, I could, I could talk to you for hours, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, whatever you're doing next, if we get the opportunity to do it again, I would be happy to, um, oh. But, uh, but yeah, thank you so much. And thank you okay. for your work. Thank you for your work. Because seriously, I think Connie is just an incredibly realized, honest, true, wonderful human being. And it, it, it really was a moving performance getting to see, you know, start to finish. Uh, I was I was just so invested. I'd, I'd heard good things. Even before <laughs> I saw the episode, a couple of people have been like, Oh, yeah, the guest star in this one. She's great. And and literally from the first moment you were on the screen, it was it was just such a pleasure. So thank you for your work. Thank you so much, Sam. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, fellow travelers, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. Stay safe out there. And remember, always, always leap responsibly.